It's to connect, get connected. to another installment of the connect podcast this week we're once again joined by marcus smith dean of students at david t howard middle school in atlanta georgia on last week's episode we got to know a little bit about marcus this week we'll dive a little bit more about representation and education the educational journey what it means to be a student athlete and so much more welcome back to the connect enjoy in, in terms of you navigating that path you know how as an athlete right as a student athlete right you're a student first athlete second that's what it's supposed to be right so in navigating from high school to JUCO to four-year to overseas, how were you able to find that balance and make sure that you were getting into the networking piece, right? Making sure that you were handling your duties as a student athlete, making sure that you were balancing your social life, because that's another huge piece of college, right? And, and being able to tap into all those resources, what are some of the things that you, you know, utilize in, in, in navigating that and finding that balance and keeping it? And also, what's the importance of that balance? Well, I, I was big on, I mean, again, thankful for the parent, parentals and, and everybody, all, all the village that was involved. Subconsciously, I didn't, uh, and then too, as a black male, I had a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like I had a responsibility to make it or make something of myself, right? I had, whether, you know, I, I saw mom, you know, again, losing her job. So my whole thing, you know, a couple of times throughout our lives of growing up. So I told her, in my mind, I flipped, I flipped the business mode. I was like, I have to make it. So, and if this is my tool, if this is my gift, I have to do something with it. I can't bury this right here. So I have to do something with it. So I went out there, worked hard, got that, earned, earned that, right? So, yeah. so, so, so navigating through it, like, again, having that responsibility, those parties that I wanted to go to, I went to them, right? But again, it's a, it was about balance. I still right. knew I had practice at five o'clock that next morning. I had a responsibility. These people gave me a scholarship to their prestigious university. I couldn't go out there and just take, take, take something. Mm-hmm. I had to give something back. So uh, once I, I kind of embedded that in my head and understood, like Aaron talked about earlier, morals and values, uh, everything, uh, again, it wasn't easy. However, it allowed me to navigate a lot more easily. Um, and and that, that, that's all it was, Darren. That's honestly what it was. Like, I, that, that's all it was. <laughs> no, that's yeah, just being able to do that and just make decisions goes back to decisions. I love it. I love it. So you talk but. about using basketball as a tool, right? I think this flips us back into education a little more, right? How do we use education as that tool, right? Because I'm going to tell you, I didn't think I would be working in higher ed the last seven years, but I flipped it. At all. How do you use this mechanism as a tool to get you to that next step, that next phase of life? Find out who you are. Like everybody knows that at some point, like a lot of times, again, we're in a, we're in a, a, a world of imagery. What it looks like, that's what I want everybody to see as opposed to what, tr- what's the true value behind something or someone, right? So once you understand who you are, you have to do something with that. I, Aaron, you might be the world's most intellectual uh, uh, computer analysis like I, I don't know if you're good with those computers do something with it right do something with it so going to the educational side 
you got to know your gifts. And I, I tell people, if you don't know them, take the Myers-Briggs personality test. <laughs> Talk to them about it, though. They might not know what, the, what well, stuff well, like uh, Again, you got the Myers-Briggs personality test. It tells you about all of these different traits of what your personality type is. Yeah. And once you learn those personality types, then it helps you navigate. It kind of suggests certain careers that might be for a person like you. Uh, because, again, we talk going back there, purpose. A lot of times we see the money, right? We see the imagery mm -hmm. part. The money, I'm going to chase this money. I'm going to go up there and open about 35 businesses because I'm about this money. Right. Well, that <laughs> might not be something you're supposed to be doing. Right. It's okay for the moment to get all the money, but are you really supposed to be doing that? So, so students or anybody trying to navigate themselves, it's okay. You know, I, I'm going to definitely speak college because, again, you have to, as far as careers and how businesses are set up, Yes, the higher your degrees, the more they respect you. And the more, you know, again, you're influential in your, your, your respective industries. So uh, you definitely have to uh, understand who you are. Once you understand who you are, let that navigate you. And again, continue to build because that's that. Now you're on to something because you got, like Aaron said, I, I did, I, I majored in this. I majored in business management. Right. However, I'm in education. <laughs> right. Oh, trust. I, I majored did, in business I, management, I, but I'm in education and I'm pretty sure everybody out there probably saying hallelujah i can attest <laughs> yeah. we both media yep. majors and we both in education yep mascom yep mascom media radio production that was me i was like man i'm gonna be you know the the young tom joiner nah, yeah, yeah. so, but again it's about that seed too so when you talk about being multifaceted everybody has that we have multiple gifts so this is just a branch this is just a branch off of that tree right off of that tree that you're rooted in, but it's just a branch of it. And that's okay because you're being guided. You're not just out there, just all over the place. Like you talk about a city of like Atlanta, it's so much. I can walk out that door and try to create a hundred million things right now. And so I can say, I got that, I did this. Oh, look at me now. I can be running myself crazy trying to do that. I, I, and, and I'm not getting the thrill out of it. So students understand that. But you, you also said to that to this point though that you know students are insecure. You especially at the this pivotal age of 15, 16, high school, coming out of middle school. We would hope by the time you get to college, you've kind of got a little idea of who you are as a person. How do you navigate that though? Because I'm I'm a, I'm gonna throw this out there too. You said imagery, social media is doing a hell of a job of selling a false narrative. So how, how do you, for a student that is looking for that purpose, trying to find himself in the neighborhood, because we all come from neighborhoods, you come from College Park, Darren Richmond, Virginia, me West in the Louisville, Kentucky. We all come from those neighborhoods where you being secure or being different, you don't know how to navigate that. that so how true. do you learn how to walk this path alone and being okay with that at a young age? If you like imagery, right? I don't have to show you the same image a whole bunch of times because and, and say or, or allow you to make a decision and say well no nah, i don't want to experience that that guy so those people that that are in my respective neighborhoods that i don't want to lose that respect and and i did it like i didn't have to go that route they still respect me to this day was it easy to be on the side of the fence that they were on of course it was everybody has to face that so telling the individual, I can show them pictures of, 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 of caskets and, 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 you know, show them obituaries or, you know, say or tell them stories or say this person did this and that. 
again, it's about decisions. I can't convince you, but I can share my story. Now, mm -hmm. if you want to go down that route, that's totally fine. But I'm telling you what my, again, through my transparency, I chose differently and I'm still respected. So if you want to be this particular person, it's okay to step out again on your faith. So, and, and they, they don't like that because it's, yeah, it's like what you loyal to. Mm. What are you really loyal to? And, and that's what, like I say, Aaron, you had to figure that out. What am I loyal to? Am I loyal to the, like how many, Smith has shown me this in so many ways. This person over here, uh, when it came to this situation, they really backed off or they weren't really there. So when you find those circles, that's my answer. Find those people that of same, same like attainment yeah. and, yes. and like-mindedness that are going that is going to push you and still respect you for who you are. And we just talked about that. Stay true to you. Stay but you ain't got that in your neighborhood though, right? Oh, you got it. Trust me, it comes around. Yeah. It comes around. You just spoke on imagery. Oh, you it, it doesn't take long as you're scrolling past the artist, the rap artist with 85 guns in the video, you're also passing by ET. Our spiritual, you know, the, the, the you know, the motivators, Thomas. No, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you going by scrolling by him, you scrolling by the person that's in your city saying, like, look, man, don't do like you're always saying that because we have those people out here. So Absolutely. it's, it's uh, information overload. It's the choice. Yep. So you have it. So a person can never say I didn't have nobody like that. Yes, you did. Were you paying attention to the signs? Did you did you hear that song? Did you see that commercial? Did you see that in that book? Like, it's signs always come by these individuals. It's just what their frame or, or what their lens is at the time. That's man, that's deep, right? And and that made me just reflect on, you know, making my choice of you know, what I'm saying, deciding to go to college and things like that, right? Doing things a little bit differently from a lot of folks that I saw like around me. Like, I had direct impact or influences like. You know, I have an older sister that exposed me to HBCUs, right? She went to FAMU and she had took me to this, uh, to this MEAC. It was like a MEAC, like fair, like college fair or something when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. And to me, that was like, yo, I need to go to an HBCU. Like, this is the path for me. Like, this just seems dope. It seems like a family, right? And then helping her move into college and seeing that, that helped me solidify my choice. So that was like my guiding star as I was going through school. Now, grades wise, my grades was trash. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? I did enough to get by, right? I did enough to be able to make, to get to that next level. But when I got to college, my whole focus shifted. But in that same aspect, right? I had friends who, you know, weren't really academically into it, weren't really trying to make it to, you know, weren't really trying to elevate and things like that. So once I went to college, and you can kind of see like a strain on those same relationships. I went to school in Delaware, which is about a four hour drive from Richmond. So that in itself just creates even more distance. And then looking back, you're like, oh, we all have choices. I made mine, they made theirs, and it is what it is. And like our lives are where they are, you know what I'm saying? But like you spoke like directly to that and you have those influences. It's just if you choose to use them or not. And I would speak to them. I'd be like, yo, what's next for you? What are you doing after we walk across that stage, like, how are you going to make it happen? You know what I'm saying? It was just, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, Aaron, you already know. <laughs> I mean, we, we all have those friendships that you look back on. And, and yes, we're still friends, right? But at a certain point, when I'm moving different and you in the same light, 
it's like, is it is it really adding up that I keep moving with you how I was moving five years ago right. when I'm on a different path, right? And, and it's no knock to those individuals, no knock to those Not relationships, but I've learned this over time too. You outgrow people, right? Life is full of seasons. There's there's times that people are gonna come in your life for this season to teach you this. There's times that people are gonna leave your life, right? Throughout the course of life, you're going to continuously make connections, build relationships. And, and Marcus has talked about this. So when you make those relationships, bro, like you still, we was in Murray. I, I left Murray 2012 for undergrad. So if I left in 2012 undergrad, you had to leave Murray 2010, 2011, somewhere basketball after that. You still going back 13 years later doing basketball camps, right? How do you navigate that? What was it like? Was it was it hard to maintain those relationships? Was it just, hey, Marcus, come back? What, what does that process look like when you make a relationship maintaining that networking aspect? So again, I planted it this, I planted the seed like when I was doing camps when I was in when I was playing as a, I enjoyed that. My personality kind of took over. I was I was learning from Coach Steve Prome, who's the head coach at Iowa State. That's what he was in. That's that was his gift. Be able to be relational with those kids. And I'm talking about even after days and hours of coaching, when we get to camp, he treated that more importantly than a regular sure. game. Mm. So when I and again, once I fed off of that, I was like, well, this is something I enjoy that. And then you start saying things about camps and again the relationship. So they entrusted me that this guy can come back. I don't and, they, and you know, people always like they, we're in delegate time now. So if they like, you know, I got a head coach that say, look, I don't want to spend time. Like, bring that guy up. I don't want to spend time with this. He's good at what he does. Just bring him up. As, you know, logistically, let's go over a few things. But that's his show. So, you know, being entrusted like that, that's, that's man, I enjoyed that. So I, I just carried that on. And I was helping, you know, even the, maybe that, that high school person or that middle school kid that did come to camp. I helped them, you know, just understand who they were, you know, in the process about how to move, how to navigate. Uh, some kids that probably weren't as vocal, you know, prior to coming to camp, but by the time they ended up leaving camp, they're the most talkative individuals. And, you know, they come into their own and right. you see the character piece within these kids. So when I saw that, I was like, we own to something here. Uh, and like, again, that allowed me to stay there. So again, when I stepped into the training and doing all of those things in Atlanta, guess what? Those kids wanted to call. Parents wanted to call. Hey, we're going to be in Atlanta. Some have done it. Like, we're going to be in Atlanta. You know, we know you're a head coach down there. And we, we, we want to come get a workout in. That's mm. what we schedule it. Right. I don't want anything from the kid. I'm not charging them $100,000 just to come train with me. It, <laughs> you know, it was on me. I said, look, just come through the gym. I got you. No, right. they appreciate the generosity. Like, they just appreciate it. So, you know, that when people, like I say, understand that you're genuine, those, those those deals can go a long way. You can't be upset about the person that doesn't treat you like that. That's, mm. that's real key, too. For those no's or those people that reject you or not willing to accept, there's somebody you're not for them. Just keep continue to move on. That's rich. Man, that's real. That's something I see mm. daily, bro. Air horn. <laughs> right. Right. Hey. right. That's that's deep, though. And, and in regards to, you know, creating that, that speaks back to what you were just talking about, right? That consistency you know, where you're able to pour into them, you're showing up as the same person, but you're being supportive of them. And especially as young kids who are coming through that camp, you're able to help them find their confidence, right? You help, help them find they let they swag and then they're leaving out of their change. And these are experiences 
that can bolster them beyond, you know, that basketball camp and say they may not become, you know, an All-American McDonald's athlete, right? But they could, that same swagger that they had at that camp can boost them to be like, nah, I can do this college thing or I can do this life thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or I can make smarter decisions or I have people that believe in me and things like that and just, you know, change the outcome of maybe what may have been, you know, kind of a, uh, uh, hindering them beforehand or what you know however that may look but that's that's awesome that you're able to do that right so so moving from that right and what you're able to experience um you know in these camps how would you say that that also helps your students like I'm not sure do you teach do you coach at the same school that you're um administrator at I'm, I'm out of coaching now because that was one of the stipulations to get the job. <laughs> they were okay. like, you know, come to this role. yeah, you can't coach. We need, we need all your time, brother. Okay. All your time. So no, I didn't coach uh, this year. And, but again, I still reached out to the middle school coaches and say, Hey, I'm here. I'm a resource. Okay. Like, and they don't, they really they don't even know what I have but, or, you know, what I can do for those kids. But I just told them and they were like, Oh, thank you for letting us know. So no, I'm not currently coaching right now, but they, they know I'm in the building. I okay. think it's okay. huge though, right? Because you you might not be coaching, but you did something else. You took a different plat, a different plight right now, right? And I think it gets back to the to the terms of helping young people understand in order to get to one thing, sometimes you got to sacrifice something, right? Mm-hmm. So in order to get to the next step of your career, you had to sacrifice your love, your passion. You can't tell me you don't love a game of basketball. I know you, <laughs> I know who you are, right? And I know that was a hard choice, right? So talk to us about making tough choices like that, right? Sometimes you got to sacrifice to get that next step. And it might not be the easiest thing to sacrifice. So talk to, because that's a tough thing to give away. Yeah. Coaching, being around your kids, your boys, your young ladies in that light. I know you. I know how much you love the game. What was that decision like? Here we go. Put some more jewels in your pocket, right? Uh, change is good. Change is good hey. sometimes. And that was my biggest, that was one of my biggest fears of like changing because I, I felt, I again, I'll, I'll talk about my loyalty. I was, I've been to so many different school districts and different schools, different levels. I wanted to see all of these seeds grow. I hated to leave it. I wanted to be the one that planted the seed, the one that poured the water on it, just watch it, just sprout up. <laughs> well, that, that's not my purpose. That, that wasn't my purpose. My purpose was to plant the seed. Right. So, you know, when you get into these environments, uh, you know, I, it wasn't you talk about that sacrifice. Uh, it wasn't a, it was a it was tough at first. But again, going back, change is good. And I, when I got that revelation, that change is good. It understood. I, I understood that I can still have the same impact just in a different way, you know, or in a different arena. You know, same spectacle, but just in a different arena. But once I once I saw that. Uh, it allowed me to step into that platform, you know, and 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 be respected and, and understood. That's big. That's Man. big. Like he he ain't here just walking through the platform today. Hey, I'm gonna give y'all this. I'm gonna give. Right. I'm gonna sit this right here. Pick this up. I'm gonna right. sit. Like, do you think you Chris Paul today? Who are you today, bro? Like, I'm like just, I, did. I can't take it. I can't take it with me. It's for somebody else to listen. Right. It's like somebody else. Even if it's one person, that one individual is gonna touch two. And that, that's how we operate. So Yeah. And, and and it's funny, though, that you talk like that, right? Because me and Aaron, we talk about this all the time. We talk about that was the purpose behind almost this, this podcast in general was yeah. not squandering gifts, right? And not even squandering, not not holding them hostage, right? You know what I'm saying? Being able to share the wealth, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, you know, we talk about germ, 
you know what I'm saying, an unselfish living, right? And, and we want to make sure that we, um, you know what I'm saying, that we're, we're sharing the things that we, we do have, right? Because we can't take it with us. But these yeah. are the things that can benefit other people, right? And it does us no good to hold on to it, but also to kind of show students like, nah, like, there's a whole nother path out there and there's nothing wrong with change. There's nothing wrong with utilizing your resources. There's nothing wrong with finding out who you are. There's nothing wrong with making decisions that work to impact you. And people will think like, oh, that, that's kind of selfish. She's like, no, nah, you kind of have to take care of self in a sense, but you can't only focus on self in the same time, if that makes sense. Like yeah. you make decisions that impact you, but you make those decisions to impact you so that you can impact others at the same time. So. No, that's and, that, and like I say, even for these seniors uh, or, or even these high school kids, uh, so much um, you talk about the resources and and, and one, you got to connect. You guys got to can't be afraid. You got to find that, that those individuals that you can connect with. Uh, you don't want to go through life or even high school just saying, you know, I wish I would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, please take advantage of your opportunities, because, again, we just spoke on it. You're going to have those opportunities. Now, do you choose to do it? That's on you. Because we all get, as we go through our adolescent development, we're supposed to be at different phases to where we can communicate, we can articulate what it is that we want. We did it when we were like five. I want this candy, mama. No, give me. You made you know, crazy <laughs> hell on trying to do that. But when we got older, it was too cool to communicate yeah. what exactly that you wanted to do. So find that individual or those particular individuals in the school to kind of, you know, help you navigate like you can't do it we're we're interdependent in this world you're not going to be able to do it by yourself that's why i hate when people make that statement i did this by myself not too much bs that's boss i'm boss i did this i created this oh king kong ain't got (laughs) (laughs) that is a lie that's a whole face lie somebody paved the way for you somebody created a way for you so stop lying yeah that's real like oh as a kid say that's cap you know cap. I mean? <laughs> Straight cap. Cap. That's, that's real bro like this is a this is a a question that i've been wanting to ask for the longest and, and when i say i've been wanting to ask this question for the longest you've known me since i was 18 19 or well, say 19 because you got the murray sophomore year mm-hmm. In the time that we've known each other now, it's, it's been, I'm about to be 33 this year. I ain't going to say how old you are, but um, to see your little brother achieve and accomplish, navigate these different loopholes, adversity, um, to accomplish the, the things that I have, to, to see the endeavors that I've embarked on. What does that do for you when you look back on mentorship, right? To see your little bro, the guy that you met when he was 19, knuckleheaded rough around the edges not knowing what he wanted to do going through the adversity that I faced to now being like uh, as the same level as you right an educator giving back what does that what does that look like what does that mean to you to to see what tell tell me because I ain't never just really asked you this King listen that's that's what we're on now too is giving words of affirmation to our brothers yeah Uh, one I commend both of you guys uh for being able to endure I told you, as a black male, when we wake up and go out into society, it's a challenge. It's a challenge every day. Like we're in survival mode, um, especially based on the things that are, that happen around us, the things that we see, our upbringing. It's just honestly straight survival. 
So a lot of times we sincerely want to experience those things or not, not want to experience it, but we, we just break down. Like yeah. we can't hold ourselves up any longer. So I'm going to give y'all y'all flowers while y'all here. I commend both of you guys for being able to endure and persevere through a lot. Uh, and it, it takes a lot. It takes a strong will individual to, to do that. So what I feel about that, Aaron, I'm super proud. Like I'm elated, but I, I, I see I'm fulfilled. Mm. Like it fulfills me. And, it, and again, it's not about me. And I understood that. But however you took it, like, again, I, I, I just planted the seed. And now I see the fruit. So mm. when you see that fruit, that's just like God. When he sees that fruit, it's like now you have came into what you were created for. And that's what our whole that's what our whole deal is in this life. A lot of times you say, I don't want to go. I don't want to leave this earth and say I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Right. Man, that's I, I can't I can't make it imagery wise about what people see about me. I just I wanted to be the impact. All of these influential leaders that have just, you know, have gone to see our maker. You know, the John Lewis's, you know, you talk about the Martin Luther King's, the Cicely Tyson's. Uh, these people have made an impact in their industries and they've been grinding for so long, but it's just planted seed. Yeah. It's just planted seed. So when I see that and when I see the fruit right now, Aaron, it's fulfilling. Like it, it, it motivates me more to continue to do what I'm doing. That, that's the whole summation. And that's real. That's love, bro. I think looking back on all that, those relationships, I, I look back on it now and to, to be able to pour back and plant those seeds on my level now, right? I get those phone calls from those students that I've worked with past uh, to see them, like getting invited to those high school, those college graduations is like, <laughs> wow. Like I, I see exactly what you're talking about. So in that same light, um, as you as you navigate this next phase in your career as an administrator, um, what, is your, what is your goal now? Because it's no longer helping in the way which you once did, right? You're still doing the same job, but I, I wanna speak from a, a black male administrative position because I think that is huge that mm -hmm. the young men and young women see a, a black man in this position. And, and let me say this, you in Atlanta, so it's much different. It's a lot of black educators <laughs> in, that, in that area, right? But for the young men and young women that aren't in those types of school districts where they don't see those administrators that look like them, Talk to us about that importance of even connecting with those people. Well, one, I'm going to talk about, here you go, transparency marketing. <laughs> There's been so many Negroes that have got in this position and screwed up. Yeah. Like screwed up. Uh, and, and, and it's to the point where, you know, you're not respected. Yeah. Uh, so, I, again, those young men I spoke to today, I asked them, I say, how did you feel seeing me, you know, First image, that first thing came to your mind, then a black male suited up outside of the classroom. That's what they told me. They said, man, it felt like I finally got somebody like on my team, like support, especially in a diverse, in a diverse uh, school. Right. So being a black male in education is detrimental. Like these kids, when, when they see, again, the image, yeah, I have a duty and I have a responsibility because now they see somebody like them. Mm -hmm. That's been the barrier in education for so long. Even when you talk about Brown versus the Board of Education, that, I'm a, I'm a, that that right there when they that, that really was a failure. And you, it's a lot of it's a lot of podcasts and a lot of uh, uh, speeches on that 
it really was a failure because all they did was separate the black kids from the people, the likeness, the people that look like them and mm-hmm. say, hey, you can go to this school, this 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 uh good area, this good school, but you still have these white teachers. Right. So it still was a disconnect. Mm. So now being in the position that I am, I, they see an individual who can be that chameleon, play both sides, but still support them the way that I need to. So my aspiration is, yes, I would love to, you know, again, I still got led. I'm in a position now, I want to be a principal. Yeah, I'm on that path, you know? If I want to be a superintendent, I'm on that path. Mm. So again, how I'm moving, I got I can't mess up like the guys before me. Somebody's always watching. And trust me, they always talking. <laughs> um, so you know, the more I'm involved, the more again, cause network is still continuing on. Uh, because I recently got my uh teacher leadership endorsement through Atlanta Public huh. Schools. So, you know, uh, again, just just racking that stuff up, but not just to say, hey, I'm throwing this on the wall, right? But, in these in these networks, again, you you impact so many people, and so many people impact you, and that's what it's about. And currently, like I'm I'm in the Toastmasters Club for Atlanta Public. That that helps okay. you be a, a more uh, fluent public speaker amongst mm-hmm. the masses. So, you know, help increase your vocabulary. Yeah, students, you always have to grow. <laughs> it's always you're never gonna be just this perfect individual. You're always gonna have to, <laughs> to grow. Hey, when you get that principal role, though, you got two people that right here, college coaches. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you got college coaches. Right. right, what I say? And I told and you, we both Atlanta, got masters Look, we, we got masters, too, already. So right. Atlanta Public Schools, give us a call. Right, and Atlanta, my favorite city, bro. One of my favorite cities, so, you <laughs> know. <laughs> but no, that, that's, you know, you, you really um, hit on the importance of making that connection, one, as a Black male educator and being able to connect with students, right, and in a different light, especially students that look like us, students that may have similar backgrounds as us, or students that just never had the experience of, you know, seeing a Black male educator and just the difference, whether it's a teacher or, you know, someone at the admin level. And and it's funny, I told um, me, and, me and Aaron have talked about it in the past, and um, I, I come from like a military family. And when growing up, I was oftentimes the only black kid in class and I didn't have my first black teacher until I got to third grade. So that's already what kindergarten, first grade, second grade. And then the other half of third grade is when I got my first exposure to black teachers, but also additional black classmates. And just, it was just a huge culture shock in a sense, right? It was just like, Oh, the whole class is black. Like, this is different. You know what I'm saying? But just having that experience, but being able to see both sides of like, okay, I've experienced this, but then now I'm able to experience more of that. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's man, it's so valuable to have that and, and to draw from that, man. So definitely, definitely appreciate, you know, what you're doing, man. And, and just uh, continuing to pour into the students and showing up as your authentic self as well. I think that's been key and just grateful for you, bro, for real. No, it's all good. I appreciate the love. Like I say, it's bigger than us, man. If we're, if we're in sports, if you're in sports, it's bigger than basketball, it's bigger than football, it's bigger than soccer. If you're a, a psychologist, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than, you know, just getting into the head and being consistent. Uh, and, that, and that's what we thrive to. So, you know, again, I'm always here, man. I'm definitely a resource. Again, I know you brothers are in different states, but I'm a resource, man. So if anybody you guys are connected to, 
I'm I'm here. My number hasn't changed since I got it in 1999. Let me say it right now because I still know about heart. I still know about heart. Yeah, my number has not changed since I got the number in 1999. So that's crazy. Uh, my email, look, I still get talked about because I have a a, a Hotmail account. Oh shoot! No, I got Yahoo. So I get this. I, I have I a hot now. I can give you the professional stuff, but I'm just telling you what I'm tied to. Like it's, it's still there. That's my real life. Thank you for checking out part two of this week's episode of the Connect Podcast. Mr. Marcus Smith, Dean of Students at David T. Howard Middle School in Atlanta, Georgia. You learned a little bit about mentoring, what it means to be a student athlete, and so much more. We look forward to seeing you on part three next week. And as always, get connected.